You are now tuning in to The Unspoken. I'm your host and poet, Grace, and I'm here to share some things I've been living to say. I do not own copyrights to any of the music played during this podcast. However, please do not try to write or copy any of the words you may hear in this podcast or going forward. Sit back, relax, and get your snaps ready because this is where poetry meets podcast. Welcome back, listeners. Happy November. I just want to say happy holidays. I hope you really enjoyed Thanksgiving with your family. Some people call it family day. Some people call it turkey day. Friendsgiving, whatever you choose, it's your preference. I just hope that it was a day full of love, light, laughter, joy. And for those that were missing someone during this holiday season, my heart goes out to you. And I hope that you were able to find some sense of peace and comfort in being around loved ones and friends. And I'll just be praying for you guys. I want y'all to bear with me this episode because I am sick. The good thing about the unspoken poetry and spoken word, it's just me. So I don't really have to worry about getting nobody else sick. So (laughs) y'all are good. Put a mask over your ears if you feel like you're going to get something from this episode. Hopefully the thing that you get is some inspiration from the next poem. This week's poem is an original um it took me about 38 takes to record it but we're not gonna talk about that i got it done (laughs) and um this poem is really dear to me because it targets a group of people that i feel get left out when it comes to expression it's like they have the spotlight and they left out at the same time. But we'll talk more about that after the poem. So here it is. <coughs> talk to me. Baby, come talk to me. Tell me how you feel. Tell me what hurts. Tell me what's real. Come on. Let's pull back those layers just enough for me to see you and know. Like petals to a rose, these things make you beautiful. Cause baby, I've been going through. How about you? You see, I'm trying to see what life's like from your point of view. The media says one thing, brainwashing our beliefs, of course. But I want to hear the song your heart sings the notes and keys directly from the source. All your life you've been told to keep quiet. Let your work and strength speak while your thoughts and feelings cause an internal riot. Having to hold everything and everyone else up with no one holding you down. You're like a boat without an anchor drifting at capacity sinking under the pressure at any moment ready to drown. But I'm here. And you have to unload. Baby, you got to release and let go, evaluate your cargo, and learn to say no. 
So, come. Come talk to me. Tell me how you feel. Tell me what hurt. Give yourself a chance to heal. I had to give myself snaps because that took a lot out of me. <laughs> I can barely breathe. I can barely talk. <laughs> so, it's all right, though. Not COVID. Figured that out. Some little season-changing bug. Who knows? But I'm all right. I'm here. Thanks for your concern. <laughs> Shout out to y'all for continuing to listen to my raspiness. Anyway, talk to me. I love this poem, y'all. It's short and sweet and simple, but I really wanted to speak to all the men out there. I feel like the only other poem I did directed to two men was um, Hey Black Man, was that the name of it? I think so. Um, I think it was for Father's Day sometime in June this year. Um, so this one was more of, again, one for my men, more specifically my black men. And what I said earlier about them having the spotlight for expression, but also being ignored in expression. What I meant was, I feel like the spotlight is always on our black men especially you know like everything that they do um is highlighted good light but not necessarily i mean no the bad light but not necessarily the good light all the time um somebody's always trying to pull y'all down somebody's always got something to say um and it makes me mad sometimes <laughs> because i love y'all you know but definitely we always see especially highlighted in the news um a lot of negative things and we don't see a lot of positive things um it's a lot it's always the negative expression once you've been pushed to your point once you've been pushed past your limit now the cameras come out they don't capture all the times you held your tongue or you've been patient or you let a lot of stuff slide but they come out when you're finally ready to express all that anger and so this poem just serves to give you space as a woman, as a black woman. I encourage all the men in my life to talk about their feelings because I don't feel there's any other place that gives them that. I love hearing that men go to therapy. Um, they're trying to get better for themselves. Um, that really makes my heart smile. But personally, with the people in my circle, in my community, those that I love on, I want them to know that they have a space with me to open up, to talk about things. Because they're, they're people just like we are. Just because they're a man don't mean that they don't have emotions. You know, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's this thing that, oh, well, women are the emotional ones and men are not. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> men have emotions just like we do, but society has molded them and shaped them so much that they're so rigid to emotions 
and also not giving them space to express them emotions so you know they they take on that oh well those are some women and I'm not strong if I don't if I do express my emotions and things like that and it's not the case I really do feel like we would have less I don't want to say I feel like we would have less guarded men if we gave them platforms to express their emotions before the, all those emotions built up and blow up. Um, personally, I value communication in a relationship, whether it's uh, an intimate relationship or a platonic relationship. You know, I need to know that you're able to communicate with me. Even if you are mad and you're mad about something you probably shouldn't have been mad about, you can communicate that, yeah, I was mad about this. And then later on, I realized that I shouldn't have been that upset about it. We cool, you know, because, <laughs> you know, we all make mistakes. We all, you know, react to things differently. And even if it was something that you had all rights to be mad about, let's talk about it, you know. Um, but I always, well, I used to shy away from men that when I asked them how, are they or what's wrong they'd be like nothing and it might have came off annoying to some men that I'd be like no nah, you lying to me <laughs> because at one point you know it's like all right you said it ain't nothing ain't nothing but you know I kind of feel it in my spirit that it's something and I don't like that you lying to me but you also don't know how to figure out what's wrong because nobody's giving you the opportunity to even try to Excuse me. Nobody's giving you the opportunity to explore. Why does this bother me? Why did I get so upset when she did this? Why did I get so upset when he did this to me? Nobody's giving you those tools to figure that out. And so I went from, oh, okay, he said nothing's wrong to, mm, let me give him a little time and I'm going to ask him again because you're going to tell me. <laughs> and it might come off aggressive, but I feel like that's that's what some men need, honestly, because they just kind of need that push. Like, you know, somebody that actually, well, they need to know that somebody actually cares enough to figure out what's bothering them and why is it bothering them. So this poem was basically for that, you know, and I also just kind of highlighted the fact that the world expects men to hold it all together and to be the strong individual. And it's like, where do they get their strength from, though, if we are constantly beating them down, if we are constantly making their emotional and mental well-being weak where do they get their strength from now you know <clears throat> i can get biblical with this your strength should come from god if we're gonna go there the bible also speaks to emotions <laughs> jesus had emotions yeah i learned that from dr anita phillips y'all get her book it's called the garden within <laughs> on amazon's pretty good but no for real jesus had emotions the bible said jesus wept i think it's titus 2 and 11 if i'm wrong don't quote me on that but it's in there and if jesus wept y'all can too <laughs> like it's a form of emotion but you know he had to let that emotion out in order for god's strength to step in you know um you know a verse that i really really speak to um, I call it my birth verse. It's um, 
2 Corinthians 12 and 9. For my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Meaning, God's strength is perfect when we are weak. But in order for us to be weak, we have to let go. We have to be vulnerable. We have to realize that we can't do it on our own. And so that's my message to my black men out there. Like what I said, you have to unload. You have to release. You have to let go because you're carrying all of this. And you're trying to be so strong that you're sinking. You're drifting away, you know. Um, And I'm trying to catch you. You know, <laughs> come on back. Come on. Because we need you. That's an important thing. I don't think we let men know, black men know that we need them. And I know it's this thing with black women and black men, you know, that's a whole other conversation. I'm not even going there. <laughs> but y'all know what I'm talking about, though. But um, I think it's a it's a balance of how we're treated by men and how we treat men. And that's why, you know, certain people have certain preferences on who they decide to date and be in love with. But I'm even talking about brother-sister relationships and brother-brother relationships. Like, talk to these men. It doesn't have to just be us women, but even, you know, the brothers that, that know how to express their emotions and they did have that outlet growing up or they learned it once they got older. Teach these younger men growing up how to express their feelings. I try to teach my nephew that all the time. Like when something's wrong with him, I'll be like, "What's wrong?" You tell me. I'm like, "Why do you? Why do you feel that way?" You know, like talk about it, let it out. You know, um, and then we can go from there. We can, you know, dissect word whatever the problem is. But even in his young age, he's four. What's going on with you? Why are you crying? What's up? And not in a you shouldn't be crying way. Not in a suck it up way. No, it's what what is actually bothering you. So that he learns how to express his emotions. And then I feel like if we teach them how to express them in a young age, once they get older, they know how to express it healthy, in healthier ways. You know, <clears throat> even if they are the type, and I think I'm this type too, like if I am upset, I need a few minutes, maybe hours, maybe a day or so to regulate my emotions. And nine times out of ten, you know, once I didn't gone through all the scenarios, I didn't, uh, jumped off the deep end in my head <laughs> nine times out of ten I'm gonna come back and be like you know what I was tripping I was actually tripping um I did not have to react in that way I did not have to or it could be you know I'm still bothered by this but I'm ready to talk about it so that's what this poem was about and I hope y'all get what I'm putting down you know um and I hope it encourages you to reach out to that brother, nephew, son, uncle, father, and have those conversations, you know, what's going on with you? How you feeling? Tell me what's real. You know, tell me what hurts. Because a lot of a lot of men are just hurt too and don't know how to heal. They haven't started the healing process and so they're continually being hurt on top of hurt, on top of hurt. And, you know, nobody's really reaching to see, you know, let let's un let's un but I say, let's pull back these layers and figure out, you know, what the problem may be. So, yeah, definitely um, heavy on the communication in this area. And a lot of men just need to know or need to learn how to better communicate, too, you know, because they could say one thing and mean a whole nother thing. And it's really just the communication factor. And then they'll turn around and be like, well, I told you. And it's like, did you? <laughs> you know, but it could be the 
the way that they know how to communicate. And so it takes us women or other men that are trying to reach them to un- to meet them at their level, understand, okay, this is how they communicate. What can I do to help? Now that's, a, well, I guess I could say change in a good way. What can I do to help develop their communication skills so that they learn how to communicate better? So, yeah, that's what Talk To Me is about. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. I like it. I'm also biased because it's my poem, but <laughs> I think it's a pretty good poem. But I'd love to hear your feedback. And I'm not editing this episode because that's just a lot. And I'm already under the weather. So y'all going to get it just like it is. <laughs> and y'all going to like it. But like, share, comment. Um, still streaming on all types of platforms. <clears throat> and I hope you guys go into December with an open mind, open spirit, getting ready for the holidays. Um, I hope you are filled with love and joy and peace and all of those fruits of the spirit. Um, I wish you happy holidays. I do plan on doing an episode in December, but we'll see what it's going to be about. Stay tuned and love y'all. See y'all next time. This concludes this episode of The Unspoken. I really hope you enjoyed it, and I really look forward to your feedback. Catch us next time for the next poem and breakdown and discussion right here where Poetry Meets Podcast.